0: Every time bus, we come I into see. a stadium, it's only going to be us. you need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. Oh I got that. God. They shot me in Denver. Yo, no! Yo, whoo! us three. One, two, three.
1: Back in NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. A lot to talk about. Uh, Mayhem, Icon, Icon on the hotline on hold. We'll get him in a second here. Uh, Text line, what's going on? We got a text from
2: our guy, Max Payne. He says, Danny, let it go. No, really, man, just let it go. Your son is right there. Don't make him watch the Bronco bashing by his own father. Mm. Uh, Hashtag scared for life. Hashtag love you, JJ. JJ,
1: I am your father. Are you still there? JJ? Oh, he's deep into this he's Lego world game. immersed. Mm-hmm.
2: And also, uh, F. Lewis says, um, Fangio did show that a team can win a 17-13 to 13 game in today's NFL, <laughs> just not his team. Shermer <laughs> calls balanced offensive scheme, 16 runs, 22 passes.
1: I don't know, man. I've just had enough. It's like over to me. I'm not like demanding anyone's firing today or anything like that but like um I've had enough Peter King Monday morning quarterback this morning said that if Aaron Rodgers decides to leave that um that he and he thinks he should stay that he and DeVonte Adams as well as Nathaniel Hackett You've been hearing his name around lately? He's their offensive coordinator there, right? Nathaniel Hackett? Right. Um, and he's, like, maybe the next in line to get a head coaching job. All three of those guys come to Denver. And you send Jerry, Judy, as well as players – or, as, I'm sorry, picks. And, you know, maybe maybe multiple players back. Multiple um, – you know, picks back for for the trio, I guess you will. Uh Devontae Adams is free after this year? I believe so. Okay, we'll have to maybe look for sure, but you know, that makes plenty of sense to me. I guess. But then you have <laughs> Devontae, Cortland Sutton and uh Tim Patrick kind of high paid receivers. You know, it's like one of those guys didn't need to be there, if that's the right. case. But also, and you can't game plan for the maybe of having Devontae Adams. I mean, those are the problems. That's the, like the cost of doing business. You got to figure it out. Do you have to then try to trade Tim Patrick? Try to ta- trade Cortland Sutton. I don't think there's a taker on Cortland Sutton like there would be on Tim Patrick. I think there'd be more value on Tim Patrick. Contract friendlier, younger. Tim Patrick's like mean, explosive on the come up. Corlin Sutton's had that injury, and we're not sure kind of what he is going to be moving forward. Even though I think he will be a lot better next year. He's coming back this year off an injury. He'll be a lot better next year. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's the one, and it's the only. It's Chuck Nasty. Roll and roll and hey, on. Chuck. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, just wanted to say hi
3: to the star of the show, JJ. JJ,
1: Chuck Nasty wants to say what's up. Just tell him hi real quick. Tell him what's up.
3: Hello. Hi, JJ. The, hey, did you watch the Broncos? They're suck.
1: Yeah, he, he said the Broncos are suck. Yeah,
3: they're
1: suck. JJ invented that line. They're suck. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I it. got all my friends saying it. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I couldn't believe that they they, they ran ball like they're at Oklahoma. I mean, uh, we're, we we should have stopped that run. We could. Well, I don't know why we can't. Stop that. Uh, You know, it's like what team was... They threw two passes in the
1: second half. It's like what team is going to lose the game. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, could could it be a guy who is uh, interim, who probably will never be a head coach again, will, you know, out-coach Vic Fangio, you know, once again? it's. You know, I don't
3: know. I like Vic Fangio. I like to hang out with him, but he's terribly a coach. And they could fire him today. It wouldn't bother me. Damn,
1: he runs that defense real well, you know, that defense yeah, is.
3: Yeah, I heard Patrick Mahomes talking about he's a defensive genius and that defense is tough and, and all of that. But that was a big joke. The offense was nothing.
1: Yeah, it's tough.
3: Hey, it's a tough bit but well, hey, we'll get him next year.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, you can't, I can't. what we got? Two games left, and if we lost both, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, how do you lose when the other team scores 15 points, then 17 points? Those okay yeah. wins. The defense, is, I think the defense should just take the offense and beat them up. How's that for my plan? Not bad. Just go over there and touch. And the best play of the day was Bradley Chubb. And yeah, he had like, a big
1: play. He almost tried to win him the game there single handedly.
3: Yeah, that's like uh, that play comes about every ten years. Yeah, I, I just I'm really frustrated with the Broncos. I think if they moved to Albuquerque, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it's it got down to that because I've been to Broncos for a long time. I really, was, I've never seen it this bad. This this makes Lou Saban look like he's really got it going on. Yeah. Anyway,
1: that's okay.
3: So I'm glad you guys had a nice holiday.
1: Mm-hmm. We did. And
3: uh, and uh, and uh, you know, got New Year's coming up. My sister always said New Year's is for amateurs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go out there and be a part of it. Pretty scary. Maybe oh, early dinner. No,
3: no, no. Early
1: dinner somewhere and then just get home before it gets well, wild. Nothing. They have
3: bowl games on, but they don't even do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw my favorite bowl game, the Tony Tiger Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they come up with all these names.
1: We gotta go Chuck, but that's good stuff. Hope you had a good Christmas, buddy.
3: Hey, I had a great Christmas, man. Right? And that and, and that Jake, yeah. he's doing a great he job. He is,
1: he's a good guy. It's one of the good ones.
3: Anyway, I just don't know what to do about problems
1: Don't worry about it. We'll you know we'll get it. F-
3: and I could do a better offensive coordinator job.
1: We'll get it figured out. They're gonna have to get it figured out.
3: We're gonna get it figured out. Hey, peace later. Peace out
1: later, Chuck. Bless your little heart. Uh you think he'll wait? Or do we have let's get him right now. Give him three a couple few minutes. Uh let's get Terry from Cali. Terry, you there, bro?
0: Yeah, I'm here, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, I was explaining real quick, but I'll give you the short version of it. How when I came up growing out here, Magic Johnson was my hero, right? Oh, yeah. He's the person I looked up to. So they had this All Star game at the forum that they had every year, and they had just won back to back championships. And I'm, and I, I'm a 13 year old kid. I walk up to Magic. Remember, it's the All Star game. How oh, Magic man I got. He looks at me. He looks at the shirt that has his picture on it. Rolls his eyes and just walks off.
1: No way. Now from
0: that, po- yeah, this was in 1988. I was 13 years old. Midsummer Night Magic was an All Star game that he that that he threw every year. So it wasn't like you know, it was like some type of where he was. This just how it was. Yeah. You know? he, and And it really, really really crushed me. So, from that point on, I started kind of focusing on the organization because I realized that these people are not who they portray themselves to be Mm -hmm. at all times. Now, people might have said they've had a great experience with them, but we know, Danny, you know doing in that field, you know that some of these players are jerks. They put on for the camera. But the organization, as far as the Broncos, I like how the organization was was ran, right? We support organizations. If we like an organization, we might donate our money to them because we think they're doing a good cause. Mm -hmm. We're not going to support them if they're doing stuff that's crazy. This organization has created a losing culture. And there's no, again, we talked about acceptance of responsibility. There's no acceptance of responsibility anywhere. Like, oh, well, I I would like to say I could sign off on all my passes. (laughs) Banjo. Throwing everybody under the bus. And I was telling somebody, I mean, Pat Sherman has the banjo tapes. He has to, because that's the only reason that this man have, can, can continue to have this job this long. And and you know what? You know what? I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to stop being a fan because this is a team I've, I've rooted for my whole entire life, and I'm 46 years old. Yeah. But I see some people that will give up on their spouses quicker than they will a team. <laughs> Continues to put out the bad product, right? That's pretty.
1: good. <laughs> like that's pretty people funny, and
0: their man. And their wife quicker than. Anything? Oh, you Dang. lost your job, or you're no good. What about my 15 years of dedication when I worked and took care of you? Yeah, like unemployed for six months, you want to walk out? The Broncos continue to put out a bad product, and they want me to support them. How, what, where's the change going to come? Okay, if we don't get Aaron Rodgers. If we don't get Russell Wilson, who are we going to get?
1: Um, I'll tell you. Listen, feel. I make could not. Feel. I I let it. I, I tried to get on board because I like the idea of Teddy this year. I like the uh, the moves that were made. I thought they had a lot of young talent. Um, you got to find my Javante Williams stuff and I'm being serious. Before the draft we're talking about I, I so a few years ago we, like every year we we'll, we we'll, we'll pick a guy, okay? Terry like who's your guy in this draft? And I became a lead, my stuff of legend with my Alvin Kamara stuff when no one had heard of the guy. I thought the Broncos should have taken him in the first round a few years ago, okay? So everyone's asking, "Well, who's your guy? Who's your, you know, your guy?" This year, I gave him this one. Listen to this one. Ask me who is my next This is Before the draft. Okay. The guy is Javante Williams. He's a running back from North Carolina. 5'10", 220, a horse, but like elusive. He's like the big power runner with like the elusive smaller back look and explosiveness. Who the is that guy. That's a, that, that, this is real. Jake played that. Uh, he's got that uh, passing game locked down where you could throw the ball to him five or six times a game, a couple times they a don't game do on that. big first downs. And one or two of those, he will take it to the house. Okay, that kind of player. Okay. So, like, I was hyped when they, when they actually drafted Javante Williams. I, yeah. you know, the, I don't know. I thought the offensive line would have been a little more. I let myself for the first time in a couple of years – Get on board this year, okay? But I'll tell you, I will not accept Garoppolo, Cousins, car, running it back with Teddy. I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to do it because I know better. And it's like I don't need a minor upgrade. If my car is broke down you know, I don't want to go get another hoopty that's got, you know, uh, three months on it. I probably should invest in a, something where I don't have to worry about it for a couple few years. And it's like, you know, you pay for what you, you get, what you pay for a little bit. So I, I I also am realistic to this Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson not coming to Denver. For one, I think, Terry, you got to be like we wrote the book on the the aging quarterback the aging great quarterback coming to another team and solidifying his all time greatness and legacy by winning, you know, Peyton being the first uh, quarterback to win Super Bowls with two different teams like that. And we wrote the book on that, man. Montana might have been the first guy to do it, but he didn't win that Super Bowl. And now Brady thought like, you know, if Peyton could do it, why can't I do it? And he did it you know very well. So mm-hmm. I think, Terry, I'm, I'm really going to believe that Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are very, very, very much in play. And if not... I'm willing to draft a quarterback in the first round. I don't know if I love all these guys. I like Kyle Pickett, Corral. There's two or three other guys. We haven't got there yet. I need time to look at these guys and find a guy I really like. Go look at the body of work and the resume, all that kind of stuff, Terry. But other than that, other than that, it's like I need – that's that's the only thing I kind of really accept, Terry. High-end first-round quarterback, one of those uh, two guys um, as my starting quarterback. If not, it's going to be – you're going to be – this. it's going to be the same next year. It's going to be the yeah, same and, next year,
0: and, and and that's what I'm afraid of, Danny. And, and you know what? I, I've I'm, i am I've never I felt so disappointed last night. I mean, you talk about can't even beat your rivals. We can't beat the Chiefs, and we can't beat the Raiders. And one last thing, I'll say before I get off. And thanks for taking my call. But you know, a lot of the fans, they're like, the, the, the rivalry that we ha- the hatred that we have towards the Raiders and other teams. The players are not committed like that. No, they don't have to hate the it's Raiders. It's different like we now.
1: Do. It's, yeah, it's, it it's it's like is, it's, it's different same agents all this kind of stuff you know um it's just different it's just different these days terry calls later uh this week man
0: all right thanks have a good one man. later
1: let's go to break but terry always says a lot of good stuff or we'll come back we got some business to take care of and a lot more to talk about danny Williams and jake meyer smiley sports I say that? No. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Like, Terry's like all in, man. He's a real Broncos fan. He's ride or die. He's been there through the the good times, the bad times. <sighs> And this is a low point, as low as it's ever been. And that's what some people need to understand, I think. Uh, All of us, like ourselves. Broncos country needs to understand this about ourselves. This is as low of a point as it's ever been. Terry's 46 years old. I'm almost 40 years old. Uh, This is the worst football, brand of football, stretch of losing football that... The Broncos have ever had in my lifetime, Jake. In Terry's lifetime. Okay? Terry was born, you know, the when the Orange Crush started Orange Crushing. And then they traded for Elway. And then Pat Boland bought the team. And Dan Reeves, you know, lays all that groundwork down, all that great success they had in the 80s. And then Mike Shanahan comes in here and puts it over the top. I mean, it's like the, the come up was like so true. And pure and like long standing Broncos fans from like the old from people who were there at the beginning to when they started winning and going to the Super Bowl in 1977 uh, against the Cowboys was like, you know, it's the culmination, you know, that people thought that's as good as it got. And then when Elway loses all these Super Bowls in such glorious and dramatic fashion, you're just thinking like, well, maybe we're just destined to not win Super Bowls. OK, we're destined to not win Super Bowls. Then you see teams like the Buffalo Bills lose four in a row. And you're just like, you know, uh, and the purple people leaders back, you know, uh, Fran Tarkenton, and the Vikings back in the day, you know, before the Broncos started losing Super Bowls, we lost three or four Super Bowls with great players, great players. And then what happens, you know, 97 and I don't well. what happens before. is the one of the most stunning, devastating playoff losses in Broncos history okay, to Jacksonville and everyone thinks, well, they win that one, they win three straight Super Bowls. Well, I'm always like, if they don't lose that one in that fashion, it doesn't propel them to back-to-back Super Bowls championships. So, like, again, like, the people who had been in it since the beginning, I, I, I've i said this a million times, Jake, like, when the Broncos won the Super Bowl, I was in high school. I remember, like, we're at a house a house party. People, like, came outside and looked at each other out of their houses and, like, it was like, whoa! It really happened. They like they had to look at each other to see it, to like believe it, confirm. Yeah, you know, it was like I Did said when happen. Independence Day, when Will Smith like wakes up and he's like, you know, making his coffee. He's got Vivica a. Fox all sexy, naked to him, and got the little kid running around. And goes out to get the paper, and everyone's standing outside. And he looks to his left and looks to his right, and like what the f? And he looks up, and there's a big old spaceship in L.A. or whatever had come. You know, it was like that's it was kind of like that. Imagine that. So but better, but yeah. <laughs> but greater. So welcome to earth. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, So it was like after that, the Broncos had really like arrived, Jake, and also became one of the great franchises in professional football sports history. And then it solidified Jake, all of the great successes they had late seventies throughout the eighties, Winners throughout the 90s to finally getting over the hump. My hump, my hump. So then, the, you know, the level of expectations, it changed. It all changed to where Jake Plummer, who does a damn freaking good job, takes the team to AOC Championship and still, you know, even still, despite all that, it's not good enough. You know? Imagine that kind of standard, Jake. That's a level. That's a whole nother That's level, not where we're at right? Now. No. So, you know, to to blowing it up, to firing Mike Shanahan, to firing Mike Shanahan. So it's like, I don't know. Terry's lived a glorious Broncos. I, I, I Jake, my Broncos life has been a glorious one as a fan. It's given me everything, the highs, the lows. And now at this point, it's been the lowest of the lows. It's never been lower. Remember three years ago and four years ago? The Broncos haven't had back to back losing seasons in forever. forever. Forever.
2: Yeah, and this is a lot worse than one year of having the second overall pick and then, you know, being better from there on. And 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 this is worse just because it's been so long that the Broncos have been bad.
1: It's just I don't know. Hard for a guy like Terry, a lifer. To stomach this kind of stuff Because you're thinking that it's For Terry is starting to feel like the new Norm You know And We gotta get out of this thing The only way to do it Is to go find a great one And then once you have a great one again You go try to find the one After the great one You lay that groundwork down way before And don't make him Brock Osweiler That's it it's not easy, but everything is could be a, a is attainable. Bezos built his own rocket. Why? Because he's rich and had nothing else to do besides build rich rocket guy stuff. Golden toilets. I mean, it's like you pay the price. George Payton and Denver Broncos as a franchise, you will get your Russell Wilson, and you will get your Aaron Rodgers if you're willing to pony up. I'm serious, Jake. If you're willing to pay the price, you can have one of those guys. That's what it's about. Now you just got to offer, put up the best offer. You got to do this, Jake. What am I doing here? Putting all your chips. We're going all in, bro. What do we have to lose at this point? Really? Ready? You know, it's like, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on a NFL Aftermath Monday edition of the program. We've got to talk about Burroughs Monster Weekend. Big win for the Nuggets last night. They were found themselves down by about five or seven points in a game they led. With about four or five minutes left in the game, Jake. I didn't watch it, but I was checking in on, on and off because I was trying to put the kids to sleep. And it was a big win. It was kind of one of those must-have wins that later in the season, you're like, the difference between four, five, six, seven seed. Can yeah, we buy out of a... Oh. The words to say I'm sorry, but I'm scared to be alone. Oh man, do I ever hate my stepdad to this one? I don't even have a stepdad, Jake. Without you. Alright, small eyesports.
0: Win, 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 win.
1: win. So, Wink Martindale. Win, wait, right? Did I get that right? Is he the defensive win, coordinator for the Ravens? It sounds like a name of a talk show host. Did I get that right? That's I, I didn't get that right. Wink Martindale. No, I that's, think you're right. No, <laughs> no. Wait, wait. Wink Martindale is like he's a like a radio personality. He did a bunch of shows. Wait, is this a? Is this listen? Yeah, it's okay. There's two different Wink Martindales. Okay, he is the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Don Martindale. Oh, it's Don. Don Martindale. It's the talk show host. No, he's the coordinator. I think they call him. His nickname's Wink. Okay, okay, okay. Because of the funny guy, right? Right. Okay. That makes sense. He said before the game, we're not fitting or we're not buying Joe Burrow a gold jacket just yet. You know, gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives it? I'm a dumbass. That's what he said. Okay. So all Burrow did was throw for an NFL record 299 yards in the first half and finish with 525 yards, the fifth most, the fifth, the fifth most passing yards. In the history of Come on JJ you ready Let's come closer to it Ready? The, the National Football League Tell me Dummy. <laughs> So Pretty unbelievable performance 41 to 21 I think it was Ravens never really in it Cincinnati with a huge Two huge victories The win in Denver was a big big win Very big win I think they just solidified their division. Well, again, they could have their season could have went in like two different directions there. You lose to the Broncos, maybe the complexion of this Ravens game is a little bit different and all the of course the circumstances are all different. But, you know, that was their get right game against the Broncos because they had slipped a little bit, lost a couple close overtime games, remember that? Were one close overtime game and one game where they're down 24 to 0, came back to tie it to only lose it again. So, um good for Joe Burrow. Give me some best of worst of NFL week and some other stuff you saw that well, you liked. Outside of Joe Burrow, I gotta give my best
2: of to the Dallas Cowboys putting up fifty-six points on the Washington football team, taking wow. care of business, clinching the NFC East and handling their business. Um so I think that you know the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, you know, four touchdowns. I think that's gotta have the uh the best of for me. For worst of...
1: A divisional game, too, you know.
2: Worst of maybe the Chargers losing to the Texans 41 to, what, 26? Yeah, that was a shocker. Um, another opportunity for the Chargers to, you know, solidify themselves in the playoffs. But they they blew that opportunity, and now they are on the outside looking in.
1: Let me find... Jeez, um, like... Uh, this season's been so all over the place and there's been so much parody so much parody especially in the afc it's been crazy let's go to break so i can choke jj oh wait this is early break music oh you said let's go to break i didn't mean that that was my fault i meant let's mention fanduel who i love uh had a couple little hits over the weekend i'll show you on the break jake Right now, you guys can get in on the action. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard of the Fandle Sportsbook by now. We talk about it every single day. Well, they're making every, like, moment down the stretch of this NFL season, every opportunity, uh, they're maximizing it for you guys. First off, NFL Fandle is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, okay? So that means you can, like, place all of your bets on the most trustworthy app that there is, Okay. For anyone who's worried about that kind of stuff you know money on an app with your credit card information whatever it might be uh right now new customers can place their first bet risk-free also if you don't want to get up to one thousand dollars back okay they're celebrating the nba's 75th anniversary season as well just so much going on right now with the boost the promos uh, took advantage of a bunch this weekend. Charles Barkley has this thing every single day on Fanduel. He's doing throughout the season, the holiday season here, where it's just a different boost promo opportunity every single day. They accept Venmo now. Um, I hit last night and I cashed out twice, Jake, and I got my uh, winnings. I sent it to my PayPal and I like can transfer it over right right away to my bank. Couple hours was less, and it was just sweet, man, because like you know, it's awesome. Um. Let's see. If you already have a Fandle Sportsbook, is hooking up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend, plus your friend will get $50 too. See for yourself why Fandle's America's number one sports book. Just download the Fandle Sportsbook app. Sign up using promo code MHS. Get your first bet risk free up to $1,000. Make every moment more this NBA season. That's promo code MHS. 21 older, present in Colorado. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Um, Eagles? That's what I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, man. Looking good. They have three first-round picks. Three first-round picks. And I'm hearing, I heard Kuiper over the weekend say they have to take a quarterback, at least for competition's sake. That when you have those, and you know what? I see what you're saying. You're taking it as like to replace Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. He might mean it, and I'm taking it as an investment opportunity. Really, a la what they just did with Jalen Hurts, drafting him when you already had Carson Wentz. Look how that's paid off spectacularly for them. And do you know what, Jake? I if I have picks like that. Every year, every other year, I'm drafting a quarterback like that. You're thinking, why did they draft Jordan Love when they have Aaron Rodgers? Well, they didn't think Aaron Rodgers was going to be this good still at 38 years old. You take a flyer on Jordan Love, it's a no-lose. I mean, like, did did that piss him off? And that's the reason why he's going to leave the franchise? Well, he wanted more say, and he probably wanted that guy to go be a receiver, you know, or go be a a player who's going to help him. And I can understand that. There's more to the story than just that. But also, he's got to, uh, I mean, like, understand it's a big picture. It's about it, it's a big picture situation here um, in a billion-dollar, you know, multi-billions-of-dollars empire that all of these teams individually are in the super, you know, um, super brand that is the NFL.
2: I see what you're saying, and You know, you're always looking for that, you know, next great next quarterback. Jalen Hurts, the, you n- know? Maybe not even next Jalen Hurts, but, you know, the next great Quarterback, and it, but in my opinion, the Eagles haven't had a chance to rebuild with Jalen Hurts, and I think Sirianni is going to want to, you know, get some guys around him that give him the best opportunity to win. And if you use all three first-round picks on, you know, talent that you can surround, you know, Jalen Hurts with, uh, or to build a better defense, then they're going to look a lot better than if they take a quarterback. Uh, yeah, but it's not going to look good for the big picture. But if they take a quarterback, it seems to me like a waste of a pick almost.
1: I got a few other worst ofs. Okay, Uh, the Steelers looked horrible. Uh, The sideline fighting with uh, from the Redskins players, the Washington players was a horrible look. One guy that is a team captain. And then um, the Seahawks in control of that game up double digits a couple times. To lose to Nick Foles and the Bears like that, it's it was like oof. I it was perfect for Broncos country. Oh yeah, different way to lose a game. You know that ugly locker room, that horrible feeling, that like desperate need to for like a breath of fresh air and a a, a change. Russell Wilsons will be a giant or a Bronco next year. They have two first round picks, bro. And he wants to go there or here or to the Saints. Those are his three choices. Let's go to break. 303 831 1340. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and JJ Williams back on the other side. Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Final segment, NFL aftermath Monday edition of the program. It's like the Broncos' season's really over. Where well, there's two home games left, right? Yeah, you got now sh- the
2: Chargers. It's in LA. Oh, okay. And you're right, Casey's you're right, you're
1: right, you're here. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Okay. Nuggets got Golden State home and home this week. Oh, and two. They're. In- <laughs> Here, it's Thursday night here. I'm going to try to go to that. Uh, it's a 7.30 game. Um, what do you think? I think that it would
2: be a great game to go to, um, even though the Nuggets are going to lose and you'd be disappointed on your way out the arena. Um,
1: maybe not. They might be able to split. Would that be a maybe. huge split for them?
2: That would be huge. Really? I think absolutely. Okay. They're The, the Golden State Warriors right now are the best team in the NBA. And... It's not even close right now. And that they're without Wiseman. They're without Clay Thompson. They're not even at full strength. And yet, Steph has these guys playing this way. And if the Nuggets can split, I think that's best case scenario.
1: Uh, it was a really big win for them last night to, again, come back and win in a game where they were up the whole game. No Paul George. But you know, scrappers, feisty, uh, playoff caliber team, a top four seed, actually are the Clippers. Paul George will be out a little bit again. It's going to be the Nuggets' chance for another team to kind of dip a little bit. Injuries, um, you know. Once the Nuggets find themselves getting right, I don't. Know, what's the timeline on Jamal Murray? I'm not really sure here. I heard uh, you know January ish. Okay. So maybe mid January. I'm sure he's ready. Do you know what? Again, I, I'm do you know what I'm hoping he's a hundred right now. He's going hard. He's explosive. He's doing all of the things. Now let's give him another month. Right. Now let's give him another month until he's just, you know. Back like, in playing well, shape. Well, it's just there's like a, the Nuggets are floating around five, six seed there, you know. And I think they could stay there for the time being. Um, Mavericks are in the same boat. There's three or four teams who are just kind of right there with the Nuggets to when Jamal Murray comes back. Uh, they put a little charge into it, and again, it's like the Pacers. All I'm doing is looking at the Pacers roster, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, um, who, I want this guy. I well, want this guy, Brogdon, Lavert. Um, it's a bonus. Well, it's so a bonus is the ultimate, but those other two guys you can can be had. And I'm wondering what kind of what they would bring, like that spark, that 15 or 20 extra a night that you're just searching for and so desperate for. Well, um, bigger nights, bigger nights. What would it take to get a guy like a Lavert? I think um Levert, or Brogdon uh Brogdon could be had for um for picks and a minor player. I think so too. I mean like a dozier type of player. It's got to be a, you know, and a, a first round pick, couple second round picks. Uh I mean like Bulbul's not tradable. Bones Highlands the best thing that's happened to the Nuggets the whole season. And, you know, like Monte Morris is a key big you know so like who what else do you have out there what's available you got to get another team in there some you might need to take on some salary cap from another guy expiring contract type of stuff it's it's on tim Connolly to be flexible bring another team into it to make this thing work you know they're not they're they're b play they're they're b plus additions but B-minus or C-plus, like, players. If A's a superstar, B's are all the good players, and C's are, you know. the. the, the I'd rather, i rather – I have to take a look at LaVert and Brogna but both would add, like, some punch. Both would give you something here. But Sabonis here, you bring him here, I think you're a, a championship contender with Jamal Murray Healthy without Ma, Michael uh, Porta Potty Jr., Okay. Yeah. I like that. I I just, I believe that. I mean, so bonus is a 20 and 10 every night more. He's in this, you know, with he's the Jokic there. He's a guy who has the need and has the responsibility to get so many other guys kind of involved uh, for them to have success. It's just ran stale there. That's like, you know, Carlisle, the new coach I thought would bring the most out on them. It's just not a great fit. They're not at all. Those guys aren't, Perfect fits there and together, but man, Sabonis would be a dream.
2: Oh, that's best case scenario in my opinion. I mean, you get another All Star to pair up with Jokic. I mean, that would be Crafty, the first All Star he's ever score the ball, with.
1: unselfish. Um, it would be great. It'd be unreal. It'd be like uh, something we've really. Haven't seen before with. I think an offense like that would look like. And then the truth is, Jokic is the best player in the world. That's true. But like what makes the Nuggets special and, you know, and unique and championship contenders is the combination of Jamal Murray and Jokic together and what that does. Again, no two teammates in like the last three or four years have passed the ball to each other more back and forth than those two guys. That's, you know, some kind of stat. And one of the best two man games in well, you know, it's just it's those those two together are so dynamic and so unique and so deadly. What else? Um,
2: Monday night football tonight we got the Miami Dolphins taking on the New Orleans Saints in the dome. Uh, you know, home dogs. You know, that's always you know enticing. But they got in. Do you
1: get how many points do you get with Miami? Three, three. Well, you're taking three points cover three.
2: Miami has Home to cover dog. the three. This is in New Orleans. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't paying attention to you. Wow. Home dog, Saints get the three points. Ian Book, the Rook, is give me taking the Dolphins on.
1: to cover the three points. They got it going Boston over right now.
2: Yeah, now that I know Ian Book is come on Ian playing, book. Uh,
1: give me the Dolphins as well. I think they hammer the the
2: Saints. The Saints got a good
1: defense and a nice <laughs> solid run game. But the total book thirty-seven points. That's like a again a. 20 to 17 is a push. Is there going to be more scoring than that? Or is it going to be like a 17 to 16? Really? I would alt under to like 42 or 43 and get it like at minus 180 or 200 to put it into a parlay with uh, the Dolphins covering the three. I mean, like, don't let one pick six or turnover or something like that to let the Dolphins get to 24 or 27 blow your total number. Right, right. Yeah, I would alternate
2: it a little bit and then juice it up with some other, um, other parlay picks. Yeah, like maybe Alvin Kamara scoring a touchdown. Yeah, sure. Why not Devontae Parker or Miles Gaskin? Who who's more likely to get the touchdown?
1: Uh, I'll give you my choices again. Devontae Parker, Mm -hmm.
2: Miles Gaskin.
1: Gaskin. For me. Yeah,
2: I think that's you know running backs, especially with I don't know, two is not the greatest quarterback, so I I I definitely go with Gaskin as well.
1: Okay,
2: I like it. Right? Yeah. There's still some uh, other NBA action tonight as well. Um, the Hornets, I think, hammer the Rockets. Uh, minus seven and a half. The Rockets are a bad, the bad team, but they got young talent. Um, but I think Charlotte, at home,
1: handles their business. Covers the seven and a half. I'm kind of hot right now. I'm riding a heater. I don't want to jinx it. I'm just seeing things very clearly, right now. Very clear. I'm like, uh, it's like the crystal ball is clearing up, and I could see things, Jake. And what I'm seeing right now is I'm loving the Dolphins. Lack like the Dolphins. Um, I think that I, I know the Hawks are and have some um, COVID issues going on. I will take the Bulls to cover six points at the Hawks tonight, and I will feel good about that. Um, Do you like the Suns? Give me the Nets to beat the Clippers on back-to-back at the Clippers. Oh, wait, wait. No Durant, but they're still doing things. Yeah, but there's no Kawhi or Paul George. Yeah, I know. Give me the Nets. I like their supporting cast. Aldridge, guys like that, gritties. They got you know, former stars as role players, so those guys have to step up tonight and they'll do the job. I think that's it. I, I'm looking at the Jazz minus seven at the Spurs. Spurs played last night. Um, blew out the um, Pistons by about 30 points. Vandal has got a lot of boosts and things like that you got to take advantage of. I recommend you go take a look at this stuff. Jake, good job. Uh, Andrew and Gill are next for Jake Meyer, for J.J. Williams. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.
3: Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye, real. Talk-